so we're in we're in New York City and state. Uh, they film SNL here, talking SNL movies. Uh, so I was thinking it could be cool if we we do cold opens like they do on SNL. Uh, You could do like a politics sketch and then I could say like live from New York. Are you asking me if that's a good idea? I I, think it's... Okay. What? I think it's fucking stupid. And already you're starting so slow and weird. So I don't like it. But go ahead and do your thing. Wait, slow and weird? Yeah. What do you mean? You look like you're scared to introduce your show. You've done like six of these, haven't you? Six? Yeah. Uh, 28, 29. Wow. This is 30. All right, man. Act like you've been there before. Come on. Uh, what do you want to do? Well, I, just, I was going to, you know, say, uh, live from New York, it's the Moving Screen Podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm already so resentful that I have to be in public with this bullshit on. And I, you never told me you were going to scream. <laughs> It's the Moving Screen Podcast with special guest Bobby Condon and your host from the University of Illinois standing in at five foot ages tall, Richie Owen. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Owen. Oh, don't, don't worry. Just it's a, oh, okay. All right, good. I'm glad you didn't prepare me for that. Uh, okay, this is a moving screen podcast, a movie podcast where we talk about a movie while playing basketball, or a basketball podcast where we talk about a movie while playing basketball. It goes both ways. Uh, my sure. name is Richie Owens. I host the show. If you are listening to it. Uh, and are like, hey, why would I listen to two people play basketball? It's a great question. Great question. You can go to patreon.com slash moving screen, $5 a month. You got to pay? You got to pay oh my for the God. video. I don't have a job, Bobby. Unbelievable. <laughs> the $40 a month I get from this podcast is <laughs> my main source of income. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that was sort of my thing. I was like, people are gonna want to listen to this, but they'll really want to see it. And it turns out, uh, maybe people only want to listen to it, or maybe people don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. But anyway, I'm I'm with my buddy, my old pal. Look at that! Can't miss. Yeah, can't Your miss. old pal can't fire. miss. Uh, Hook Bobby shot. Condon. What's happening? Oh, almost though. How you doing? I am. I'm good. I'm embarrassed right now, <laughs> particularly, but in life, I'm doing pretty good. Hey, what is uh, what is the good parts of life without a little embarrassment? You know what I mean? Um. Oh wait, well, that was like a rhetorical question. Like, <laughs> what is a good life without embarrassment? Or yeah. are you saying what's good about my life? Um, I'm saying I was saying it sort of as like a, a statement. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you're what right. Is, what is good about your it's, life? It's no, no, no. I don't want to answer that. that you're, you're right. It, how could you enjoy your life if you didn't have some embarrassing moments wearing goofy equipment <laughs> to measure the good parts against? So this is good. <laughs> this is good. And plus, I'm on fire. I'm making. Yeah. I'm like, since, since I've been warming up, 
I think I would have to give myself a, like, I think I'm shooting 80%. Yeah, you yeah. are. Do you hoop at all, like, here? I know, like, Tommy does. What'd you say? Do you, like, hoop here at all? No, I I used to with Tommy and Tom. Yeah. Um, in uh, Bed-Stuy, but honestly, I don't, I, I would just, I get too tired and I don't enjoy it at all. <laughs> they would want it, they, and they would always want to play more games. I would be absolutely spent after one. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I quit playing. Um, make one, okay? Make one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, you said make one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest mistake. Come on. Yeah, okay, that was Don't say another that. thing until you make one. Uh, I, we literally don't oh, start there, talking There you about go. You're almost there. Come on. There it is. Nope. All right, you can talk. This, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Motherfucker. Come on. I'm gonna do it. There it is. Nope. No! <laughs> That's oh! <laughs> Don't back up. I'm I'm sort of like the Steph Curry of <laughs> this podcast. There we there go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, sorry for the cough. Oh forget about the cough. Apologize. It's, a, it's a bad thing. Uh the um there's a group of comedians in Chicago who we play together every Saturday, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Missing this week. But we go from like 10 to like 1. Oosh. And it's very, we play like three or four games. And it's very funny to have like, to see everybody at the beginning be like. <laughs> and then by game four, we're like. Oh yeah, I, co I I completely give up on defense by game two. Um, how, like how many people play? Like how many on how many? Uh, we actually have a lot. Like we have enough for five on five with like alternates. Oh, um, and there it's pretty is. much all betas. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I didn't. I wasn't even gonna ask that, Richie. You, that was uh, assumed. Do you know Sam Dickey? No, I don't think so. Uh, he played like he played like in high school and also for whatever like the traveling baseball equivalent. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a basketball. pony league sort yeah. of thing. Okay. Um. So he just annihilates. So everyone? he, yeah, he. I mean, it's that he blocks oh. people, and it's nice to have him there to remind us that. <laughs> uh. Sometimes, sometimes people are just gonna ruin your day. Kick the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, he did go for a dunk uh, not too long ago, and I, again, he and this guy's like six five. Okay. Uh, and I fully tried to do the, just like tried to contest it, and <laughs> I got posterized. <laughs> Did he dunk? Yeah. I was he gonna say if he didn't dunk, dunk, that's like laid it right in. Five. What? He either like dunked or like was at the rim and laid it okay. in. But it's a fun time. Uh what Okay, not hitting now. What is like your sports background? Um I played Little League baseball through eighth grade and then I Tore my rotator cuff because our coach never made us practice. <laughs> and 
the doctor said, you know, you can either get surgery if you think you're going to play like in high school or, or, you know, at an advanced level, or you can do all these exercises. And I mean, I was pretty good, but I wasn't going to play at an advanced level. Yeah. And I also never did the exercises. So, <laughs> but like I, um, I had a situation where I, when I was a kid, so I must've been 10 years old because we were going to see Jurassic Park in the theater. Uh huh. And I was playing catch with my mom's friend's daughter. So that's 93. And, yep, 93. And uh, she was like older and played softball. And she like, she, I think I threw the ball when she wasn't ready. And then she got pissed and like whipped it back at me and I wasn't ready to knock my front tooth out. Oh shit. And I think I was afraid of the ball. I, like batting, like I was a good player, like physically, but but batting. Do you I, have a chipped tooth? Oh, it's gone. This one's oh, gone. Sure. I mean, I have a chipped tooth, but that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's wild. I went for basketball tryouts in eighth grade, and um, part of the like tryouts was one-on-one -on -one games. Uh huh. And I beat my friends who was already on the team and I did a celebratory dance and injured my neck <laughs> and, and, and missed the next day of tryouts and I didn't make the team and then I tried again in, in high school and I was just they, they had just moved way past me like I I couldn't I couldn't yeah. compete so I joined the wrestling team my sophomore year and they never taught me like the basics of wrestling. What? So that seems <laughs> fucking dangerous. Like I learned like how to wrestle, but I never, they were never like, yeah, so when you both of your shoulders are on the mat, that's a pin. <laughs> <laughs> so oh I thought, I thought it was like a, a pro wrestling sort of kick out situation. <laughs> Uh, not the second my shoulders are on the mat. That like, that's it. <laughs> You're waiting for the next. For the yeah. count. <laughs> they count you out on one. <laughs> that is so funny. What else? did you play anything else? Uh, yeah, I did. Track. I only play little league. I've seen your pictures. <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen all of your young man sports pictures. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I played little league baseball um, from. Uh, T-ball to sixth grade. Okay. A guy on my sixth grade baseball team who was in fifth grade uh, said, um, uh, "You know, no one likes you, right?" Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you're, I'm done." <laughs> and then Jesus. I tried out for baseball freshman year of high school. Did not make it. A kid on that team, I bought like a bat for tryouts, and a kid on that team was like. Hey, since uh, you didn't make the team, can I have your bat? <laughs> oh, Richie. You're like, uh, a, like a fucking Wes Anderson childhood. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> but then uh, I did go to, uh, you ever been to Bourbon Street in Marionette Park? Oh, yes. Yeah. I went there once, and he was there dancing with his mom, and there was just the two of them there. Hmm. Uh, and... Uh, that made me feel a lot better about how, having how, been made fun of. By how me. old was he? Uh, we were probably like 22. Mm, 20. That's just a nice outing with his mom. He still wins. <laughs> you know, you would. What kind of dancing? I wouldn't... What kind of dancing are we talking? Yeah, about? that's the thing. I feel like I remember it being like grinding dancing. Oh wow. But... Well, okay. That's fucked Or up. embarrassing enough that, like, you don't go to that bar without your friends. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that, like, a big, like, 
It's a hookup bar. Like, yeah, kinda. and like a get really fucked up bar. They, uh, yeah, I mean, they called the dance floor for a long time the Boom Boom Room. They called it the what? The Boom Boom Room. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for your viewers, when I bend down, I go like this because this thing here. I don't bend down like <laughs> yeah. that, okay? That's not my normal bend down move. You can also tighten it if it's too loose on you. Whoa, pass. It was a pass all, all along. <laughs> There he is. Ugh. Um, hey, you're from Villa Park, right? Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in Bolingbrook until fifth grade, and then a brief stint in Naperville and then Villa Park. Do you think that stint in Naperville changed you profoundly? Do I think what? That stint in Naperville changed you profoundly? Yeah, maybe hate white people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know. I truly have not met a person from Naperville. I'm like, I like you a lot. You you do like? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. you've never met a person. I've never from met a person like that. I'm like, I like you. Yes. Because it's all it's um all nouveau riche, nouveau riche yeah. people that just got money and it, and it's not a lot of money. Right. Thanks, man. Sorry about the getup. <laughs> um. It's like not a lot of money, but they act like they got a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money. They're doing all right. But it's, um, it is a lot, but it's also like they would be living in apartments. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it was when I moved there, because like Bolingbroke, I feel like my um, class was like, you know, really like half and half black and white kids, maybe a little maybe 60 40 sure but when i went to i went to sixth grade in naperville and there was literally two black kids in my whole grade yeah and it was like weird and i was gonna all... say in oak forest it was like i think there were like five black kids yeah in my class of 300 jesus uh, yeah and it's so that's a culture shock and the yeah. kids in naperville were all skater kids sure and, and so mean i was they they are mean and also, I found myself, like, all the time thinking, even as a sixth grader, like, your mom lets you wear this stuff? You know? Like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you convince your mom to let you wear this stuff? You know? Yeah, I wore, I wore polos every day from, like, sixth grade until sophomore year of high school. Is that, was that a uniform or was that what you wore? That's just what I wore. Yeah. I had a different color every day. Uh, I'm actually wearing my... Younger brothers, St. Lawrence High School uniform. I went there for a quarter or half a quarter. I can't fully remember. A quarter uh, or half a quarter? What? He, he went there for a quarter oh, okay. of school or half of a quarter. Where is where even is St. Lawrence? Uh, Burbank. Okay. My dad went there, so my brother was like, "I'll go there too." And then he had to take the bus, and because Oak Forest is not close to Burbank, and they had to make multiple stops, it was like a two-hour bus ride. Oh God. Uh, and then someone stole his iPad, iPod from his locker, and he transferred to. Oak someone Forest. what? Someone stole his iPod from his locker. <laughs> so he was like, "That's it." <laughs> my dad, like my parents, got him a video iPod because like since you're gonna be on the bus for two hours, you might as well watch oh, that's, movies. <laughs> that's nice. And he, <laughs> seems like all the Owens boys have an epiphany moment where someone is, does something extremely mean to them and it's and it's what they need to allow themselves to quit whatever the fuck it is that they're doing yep. 100 <laughs> percent. 
Um, yeah, also, like, I don't know if it was the same for you. I didn't meet a Jewish person until I went to Illinois. Um, so my best friend in Bolingbrook was half Jewish. Got it. So we would do, like, I did um, um, Hanukkah at his, but it, he was one of those kids where it's like, he got to do, he did both. He had Christmas and Hanukkah. What yeah. a fucking dream that was. Right. But we, I was there before when they did like the Hanukkah prayers, Barukata Adonai, and then there was a Vitivanu part. But, and then, I'm trying to think like, he was the only one, he was one of like two in Bolingbrook. And then when I moved to Villa Park, very, very few. Yeah, I, I like dated the one girl in my high school who's- Of course you did. Her Mr. dad Exotica. was Jewish, but her mom was Mexican, so she- oh, yeah. Uh, and she count? looked Irish. And she what? She looked very oh, Irish. Really? She's the whitest girl <laughs> in the world. Um, but yeah, so she like, I, it doesn't count really. <laughs> like when your dad yeah. is no, not Jewish. It technically person. doesn't count, which yeah. is so strange, but. Right. And my friend Jason was the same way. His dad was Jewish, but his mom was not. And so I guess he's not. I guess I didn't stick around with tribe. her enough. I didn't stick around with her enough to know if they did any sort of holiday celebrations. It's the like best three months of my life, though. Wouldn't trade <laughs> you it for You say those anything. were the best three months of your life? <laughs> yeah. How old, how old were you at this point? 17. Ah, yes. Woo! Um... You feel warmed up? I'm warmed up. All right, we're gonna play a game to ten. Okay. By once. And we're, uh, yeah. Okay. Threes or twos, twos or ones. Make it, take it. To ten. Do we uh, shoot for ball, or how do we just determine who gets uh, ball? It's my show. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take a brief sip of water. All right, and Richie. In terms of running, I'm going 75% here. I can okay. already feel myself slipping. I was going to say, this, we should stay away from this side of the that court. That side, yeah. Uh, if I injure myself doing this podcast, I'll never forgive you. Okay. okay? And if uh, I injure myself, I don't have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so subscribe to that Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it only costs forty five dollars to fix whatever Bobby's about to ruin on my body. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about Blues Brothers. Yes, a Chicago classic. Chicago classic. That I'm very familiar with. Um, nope. Uh, yeah, I was thinking while watching this movie yesterday, uh, like sh there could be a like porn movie that was like that had like exteriors in Chicago and everybody in Chicago would be like it's the fucking best <laughs> <laughs> that is so true I think about like watching the, how many times I've watched The Fugitive with people like, I know that place I know that place I know that place I've been in that parade that's like watching this it's it's really wild so there's like a couple skyline shots and it's just totally empty Totally empty. Yeah, it's just like Sears Tower, Aeon Center. Uh, nice. Woo! There's one. One nothing. 
and, and it is, I mean, to your earlier point, Chicago people are so fucking lame. <laughs> I, I, I hate to say it. And I mean, I'm one of them plenty of times. Yeah. I get into the, I get into the um, pizza argument. Yes. You know, um, but like, I feel like Blues Brothers is like the, the epitome of Chicago lameness in action. I, I agree with it. And I John hate... Belushi is a huge part of that. <laughs> yes. I, I do kind of like hate hearing people quote this movie yeah. in Chicago. Uh, and the quotes are so, st- we're on a mission from God. <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> We, we got we got sunglasses on. It's nighttime, <laughs> you know. We're 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 into the blues, which again, also <laughs> fucking annoying. The blue, I mean, the blues at its best is great. The blues as a way of life is so fucking lame, especially for hate to say it, white people. You know, is Belushi white? <laughs> and and Belushi is just like. Dude, I know that. I know that. Like, part of this is just me not being there during his. Oh, nice. Was that a three? Yeah. Two. All right. Two one. Not being around during his his heyday, but dude, I find I him the, so overrated. I am in the same boat. I do not. Thank you. Thank you. You got to <laughs> shoot now. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you don't. I guess I don't, but I'm going to. Yeah, um, he fucking sucks. I, it's, it is one of those things where like growing up watching Farley, I'm like, this is, this is funny fat guy. Yes. Yes. Uh, and of course he was influenced by him and all that, but, yeah. but it's like, yeah, this, like, this Bill is. Bill Murray did not like Chris Farley because he reminded him too much of Belushi. Really? But. Well, why is that a reason not to like <laughs> I someone? Know, I feel like that would be like, oh, it's like hanging out with my friend again. But I guess <laughs> it's, it depends on if it's like. If he thought he was exploiting it or something. Not even exploiting it, but just to be like. I see how much drinking and coke yeah, uh, and that, yeah. all that shit you're doing. You are going to die young, too. That's, that's fair. And, and sure enough, he did. And, yep. you know, like, on Belushi, it's like, think back. Think back to one of his classic sketches where he's a samurai yeah. and he slices shit. <laughs> like, that's the whole fucking that, sketch. The whole generation of SNL Oh, I'm going to... Nice. Uh, three, two. Three, two. Yeah, this whole generation is just like, like I, I, I mentioned it on I think the Coneheads episode, but uh, there's a bit in Thirty Rock where Carrie Fisher's playing basically an old SNL writer, and she's like, and who could forget the the mailbox sketch that changed the world? And it's just a, uh, it's a they shoot cut to a mailbox. Uh, standing up someone puts in like a ballot or something and then the box tips over and that's it <laughs> Dude, it's so it's so true like you want and again it's probably like i'm trying to think of like a good example of something well i would say richard Pryor is kind of an example yeah where i can understand intellectually how groundbreaking he was yeah but it's impossible for me to divorce for, to divorce, how much he's influenced everyone else, and how yeah. much I've seen people, other people do it 
better, that's in my how, opinion. So when I was younger, old. that's how Seinfeld was for me. I oh, was like, interesting. I, I yeah. was like, I can't appreciate this because I see this on like According to Jim. Yeah, like, well, fair enough. Speaking of the bullies. <laughs> yeah. um, five. Five. But they, so, yeah. And I do, I always have this question. Like when I was growing up, of course, we're like a half a generation apart. But yeah. in terms of SNL, a full generation where... When I was growing up, it was Mike Myers, Farley, Adam Sandler, blah, yes. blah, blah. And that was, of course, in my opinion, the glory days. Right. And my dad and uncles liked them, but they're like, well, they're yeah, nothing not, like Belushi yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I wonder now if people that watch Keenan at all, if they're like, this is, this is the best, <laughs> you I, know? I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think so either. It, the, the, these guys are the best thing for SNL is always after they're gone. It takes, yeah. it takes like, but, I, but for, but I would say for the youth. Yes. Cause I was like 10, 11 years old when those guys were yeah. on it. And I was definitely like, these guys are the best right now. Oh, in my face. <laughs> Five, three. Five, three. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like I think about in high school being people being like man this snl cast is just like it's gone downhill and then it's like andy sandberg Kristen wig bill Hader, will forte yeah, no, that's a classic lineup. Yeah. put yeah. all those people on one tv show today and you're gonna yeah blow your brains out oh richie was that a two uh no that was a all right long, five four long one by the way hold on there's a really big bug here it's a wasp Ooh. Oh, I broke it apart. Big yeah. one. 5-4. Um, also, I saw on the way here a really pretty rat. It was a, <laughs> huh? it was a white rat with a red, or a, I'm sorry, a brown stripe down its back. It was really cool. Some guy was jogging you should have grabbed by it. it, and I saw the rat. He was ahead of me, and I saw the rat. I'm like, oh, nice. And the guy walked back, and I see him like, stop, and then pull out his phone, sure enough, <laughs> take a picture of him. So it was pretty. Um, I was on my way here. I passed by Franklin Street uh, on the two, and uh, on at the Franklin Street subway, they have like in the subway letters respect. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, for Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Who is in Blues Brothers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bring us back on topic. Very good. So yes. Now, Richie, upon your rewatching, yeah, is the scene where. They, you know, do their little song and dance. Yeah. Does it strike you as racially appropriative? I don't think uh, so. They, no. They. Oh shit. They. Uh, well, one after they sing, uh, what is it? Everybody needs somebody to love, or somebody yeah. to love, whatever that song's called. Uh, John Belushi is just like, give it up to. Murph or he says like shout out to the guy who wrote the song okay uh and then like their story is that they were oh tie game um five five they uh so their story is that they were raised in an orphanage yes uh and they were like one of the guys at the orphanage was cab calloway who is like a jazz okay. guy who like so they were like basically raised by this old jazz guy and that's why they that's that's how they came upon the blues yeah 
I don't know why I said jazz when it's blues, but yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go with I can't go with my left hand at all. So if you ever see me approach you with my left hand, know that I'm gonna switch to my right. And now I know what I'm doing in horrors. <laughs> Um, I, this is like a movie that I was like, oh, I don't really have any special bond to it. And then six I watched five. it six, five. And then I was watching it and I realized that it, it was, it's very much like to me, maybe it was the same for you. Seven. It's like seven, five. It's like, uh, for me, it's like. I guess I learned to walk, but I don't really remember it. Like I, I watch this movie. Oh, often. It's so I, it's so in your mind. It's in my mind, and it happened, uh, and I just have never. Like, I don't think about it as I'm like oh, I've never really seen it the whole way through, and then I watched. It, I was like, oh wait, yes I. Yeah, it's that. like part of your unconscious mind. Yeah, and I kind of wonder if I would have the same feeling. Of course, being a poor podcast guest, I did not watch it. Um, but I'll tell you one of the things, one of the Chicago, Chicago landisms there yeah. is when they, um, shit, when they drive through that mall, Yes. that mall was in Bolingbroke. So that was oh, yeah. our hometown thing that I was talking to someone cause I'm, I'm like going to shoot a short soon or when this comes out, I will have already shot it. Um, and it like. Woo! Five spots. Seven six. Seven six. Um, I was like, nobody. There's like one Chicago filmmaker. It's fucking Joe Swanberg. Who? <laughs> exactly. I, what what he, movie? He, Drinking Buddies, with Jake Johnson. Uh, he made like a lot of like mumblecore indie oh, stuff. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um. Uh, but he like still lives in Chicago. Like, oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> uh, but like, I'm like, why is he the guy? He also used to date Greta Gerwig. Oh. And now I'm like, fuck that. I should date Greta Gerwig. <laughs> and I can make a movie better than him. No offense to Joe if you're listening. Um, what about Noah Baumbach? Can you make a better movie than him? <laughs> no. Well, maybe. Maybe one day. Not at this point in my life. I'm confident. Whoa. That was a weird shot by me. I'm confident enough that I could make a feature as good as the Swanberg movie. Okay. Uh, not... Well, considering I've never heard of him or the star <laughs> that you mentioned, I am I'm a believer. Eight six. Eight six. But I was like literally mentioning to a friend, there's no movie that uh, takes us in Chicago where they're like, oh, we have to go to Jewel. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is true. But in this movie, they do drive through a jewel that was somehow attached to that mall. Oh, really? Is there a jewel there? Yeah. Wow. The jewel of Toys R Us. Uh, For the game! Woo! Wow. Good game. Good game, buddy. Uh, what is the final score? 10 6. What's that? What's the final score? 10 10 6. 10 6. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, yeah, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, see it? right there. 
I said in a previous episode that I'm going to try to edit a, a basketball into her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. See? Uh, but we'll that's see. That's going to be your, your big up. move. That, that's <laughs> going to be your coming out party in the, <laughs> in the cinematic scene. Uh, but yeah, now we're going to play horse, but instead of horse, we're going to play blues. We're going to say play blues. <laughs> All right, do I start this too? Yeah, you start this because you okay. want. Okay. Now I'm watching. He's backwards over his head. Oh, this is this is kind of dangerous with the GoPro. It's okay. It's only shattered one time. Oof. Not too far off. I usually come up. <laughs> um. Let's do this yeah, hash mark off the glass. Bam! Uh, Blues Brothers is directed by John Landis, a uh, famous murderer. Murderer? <laughs> famous son, father to an awful son. Uh, Wait, what? In the... He, there there was many directors attached to the Twilight Zone movie. like. Oh, yes. The Vic uh, Morrow and stuff. Yeah. And... Landis did not take the precautions. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I was just reading about that. Yeah, he got he got beheaded. No, not the guy, him. The, the guy that you Vic just Morrow said. Yeah, Vic Morrow and two little girls. Two, yeah, children uh, died in a helicopter crash and uh, didn't and it, went, like knowing that and then watching this movie where there's, I, I wish I got the total number, but. At least a hundred cars get crashed, really? or flipped, or exploded, and I'm like, I wonder what precautions were taken for this. Huh. Anything special for the shot? Nope, just, just hit it. Um, all right, so that's a B. B. And you know, I've thought about that before. Like, I remember, and I mean, this is a really small example of it. Yeah. But like, in one of those episodes of Barry, there's. A scene where, where I think very ostensibly, but of course it's stuntman, is on a motorcycle and, uh -huh. and it's a high speed motorcycle chase and it looks like it's like really real and it's long. And it's like, you know, why don't you make this a little fucking shorter <laughs> for, for like people's safety? Yeah. Like some of the stunts, like you hear about this guy, oh yeah, the, the stuntman died because he was jumping over a fucking waterfall <laughs> in a motorcycle and it's like, did you did you have to do that right. for like a B movie? See, you that's know? like my take on Tom Cruise doing his own stunts. And I've, I I guess through the my, my original take and then uh wow. Oh. Would have been cool. Um I I have two takes, my original take and now now sort of an amendment to it. Uh take 1 is that he is so deep into Scientology that he really wants to kill himself <laughs> and he does crazy stunts so that if he dies they can't be like yeah yeah they yeah. can't blame it on him other the addendum which i because i presented this to a friend uh and now i add this uh he's so deep into scientology he thinks he can't die yeah that's <laughs> and hey, it's one of the two i i would add another addendum not altering either of those but it's also like he's it's for his stupid movie. Mm -hmm. He's going to risk his own fucking life. Yes. And, and I, I respect that. Yes, I agree. You know? and it makes those movies so much more fun to watch. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to do a left-handed layup. Oh, shit. 
All right. Oh, he told me switch off. Witness. Switch off your body cam for this. <laughs> go, go Chicago police and switch off your body cam for this. Hey. All right, still B. I'm going to go from this hash mark. Nothing special, just in. Dang. Dang. Um, but yeah, I do. Like, truly, so many insane. There's in the mall scene, which lasts 10 minutes. Yeah, it's, a, it's really chaotic. And there. it's like, it's pretty funny. Especially like they're just talking to you, like, oh, they have like uh, Albertsons here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, there's literally a scene where cops are just doing donuts for a while. Like, they're trying to chase them, and then their car just, like, the cops are just doing donuts, even though you can see the blue cars getting away. <laughs> uh, I feel like, because that was 1980, right? Yes. It's like the start of the, nice, the decadent, well, the, I mean, the, what, the me decade was the 70s, right? And then the 80s was like the, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, greed decade. Yeah. But it's like, and you can see it in the movies because they're so, sorry, they're so fucking stupid. Nice. Grandma style. They're so stupid and decadent and over the top. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's, it's not that long ago. And it's like, you do think like, of course, in any movie, we have to suspend disbelief. All right. B. Uh, B. 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 You're welcome. Um, fucking kids didn't say thank you. <laughs> Throw them the fucking ball. No thank you. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Hey man. And they scre screaming ball. Screaming ball like a couple brats. <laughs> the ball! Run over here and fucking get it if you're not gonna say thanks. All right, go ahead, Rich. Uh, so it's BL for me, right? Uh, just B. Oh, just B? Yeah. All right, regular free throw shot. All right. But yeah, so everything was so decadent over the top and you understand that you have to suspend disbelief, but yeah. the suspension is so huge in those movies. Yeah. You know? I. This movie, I think it's cool to watch it because it's beautiful. Is it? Yeah. Blues like Brothers? it's shot really well. Really? Interesting. Uh, which I like... So many comedies are just like, it's a comedy, it doesn't need to look yeah. nice. But this movie, they're like, no, it's... Wow. It's it's really good looking, and it also is like, what I really appreciated rewatching it is like, it's what's beautiful about movies, which is it's capturing <coughs> Chicago as it was then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it's basically a living document of the city and they never go to the north side they are yeah, never they're interesting they're uh orphanages in calumet city okay uh they're uh let's see if they say thank you this time no problem uh So it's like, all south side. Yeah. All right, so right here? Yes. Um, the, there's the one shot where... Woo! Oh, nice. BB. Um, well, there's a joke where uh, Elwood is like, oh, yeah, I forged my uh, 
my car registration. I put my address down as 1060 West Addison. Uh, and John Belushi goes, that's Wrigley Field. <laughs> so later on in the movie, the Nazis, which is actually a pretty funny Oh, God, funny I forgot part. there's Nazis. Uh, uh, that's the thing. Like, if these things weren't so done to death in Chicago, yes, they like the fact that they're just like, they're like, oh yeah, it's like the Nazi parade, and Belushi just very casually is like, oh man, I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a thing that they come across often. <laughs> um, Regular. And then that, the Illinois Nazi is played by Henry Gibson of. Uh, Who's Henry Gibson? Damn. He's a Robert Altman guy. Uh, he's like a, a very like Irish looking. Robert Altman's a Chicagoan, right? Or from I don't think Chicago? So. I thought he was Robert maybe born there. Is, if you're thinking of him, I'm not thinking of Robert Zemeckis. Hey, they have the same first name. I, I do know that. The same uh, first name as me too, believe Hey, you're from Chicago. You're thinking of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but oh shit! All right, BL. The, uh, yeah, he plays the Illinois Nazi. There's uh, also when Belushi is getting out of jail, they're like handing him his stuff. And there's one joke. I watched the unrated version, which was like 15 minutes longer. And I don't know what was unrated. Interesting. Okay. But uh, they're handing him his stuff. Uh, and he's they're like black pants, white shirt, black tie one package prophylactic yeah one soiled prophylactic (laughs) (laughs) i remember prophylactic because i remember watching that with my dad and asking what that was yeah 100 (laughs) percent. my dad also it's i don't know if it was blues brothers but absolutely taught me what prophylactic is (laughs) my dad used to make me close my eyes when they showed tits in movies until I was the requisite 17 years old. Can you imagine how humiliating that was? I I guess I was like Damn. 13 or 14. I watched, me and my dad were in, we were either here in New York or in Cleveland because it was like a trip where we were in New York and then flew to Cleveland together. Um, but we watch old school and there's like that mud or jello wrestling scene oh yeah and he just like covered my eyes for that <laughs> uh just well, a classic free throw i recently oh wow i re- it recently like dawned on me that my dad did that not because he like didn't think I should see it. It was because it made him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, I confronted him about that. He's like, "Yeah, that's what it was." <laughs> oh no! Oh, sorry, Not my Richie. water. Um, oh. yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like they were just like, "You're too young for this," because it probably would have opened up a gateway to me trying to see boobs more often. Well, <laughs> well now and now it's to a point where I'm like. I want to see boobs all the time. <laughs> I see a pretty actress. I'm Googling actress oh, named yes. nude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always nude. 100%. <laughs> I hate I hate to say it, but that is absolutely my life as well. <laughs> all right. Let's try one-handed from here off the board. There we go. Nice. Um, I'm at BL, right? Yes. Okay. 
Alright. Um, I, I do remember... I, I would just... Me and my brothers, I feel like, would just quote... Ah, shit. Would just quote movies a lot. Like, we start to finish. Who's was that? Like, me and my brothers would just yeah. do the movie as it was happening. <laughs> um, and I remember having a babysitter over, and we were watching Blues Brothers, yeah, like, going to bed. And uh, Ackroyd is like, oh, we have to go see the penguin, which is the nurse, or the nun. Yeah. Uh, and John Belushi goes, no fucking way. And I was watching it, and I went, we had to go see the penguin. No fucking way. And my babysitter was like, Richie, you can't say that. <laughs> and that's how I learned that fuck was a bad word. I had, um, my cousin used to babysit me, and we watched the movie House Party a bunch of times with Kid sure. and Play. I'm at BLU. Have you ever seen that? Uh, no. Are you familiar with it? Yes. Kid, okay. Kids and Play. Kid and Play. Yeah. And um, there's a scene where, well, by God, they're having a house party. And <laughs> some guys come over and they, they knock on the door. It's a crowded party. And the guy's like, I smell pussy. <laughs> and, and, uh, and it got a big laugh with my cousins. And one time my cousin was in her room. And I opened the door and, and yelled that line. <laughs> and well, that's what I learned what that meant. <laughs> I, uh, to continue on the learning what weird, what words mean uh, journey. None of us on. is going to hit a free throw. <laughs> um, I was in, of course, Scrabble Club in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my friend were playing. And I was just flipping through the Scrabble dictionary. And I went, this word sounds funny. Dildo. <laughs> and he went, shut up. And I was like, what? And then I read the definition and I was like, oh my God. Oh man, what a moment that, but this word sounds funny. Brother, you have no idea. <laughs> and I said, I was like, dildo. Very loud. Uh, I'm going to shoot this free throw style. So I'm not going right. to jump. Oof. I had another one like that was, um, the movie Wayne's World. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I keep going at this hash mark, but I'm going to go ahead and get There's a point. I can't remember exactly what the scene is, but I think it's when Rob Lowe is ordering in Cantonese and asks if, if Wayne wants something. Yeah, how about the cream of some young guy? Cream of some young guy. And so me and my mom were shopping at the Jewel. And... Uh, <laughs> I said, you know, and again, like, I don't even know why I said no. it. It's just because it got a laugh from my cousin. And, and I said that to her and she's like, what did you say? I'm like, cream of some young guy. And she's like, don't ever say that again. And, and, don't and, understand. And refuse to explain. Yeah. Uh, there is a Polly G's in uh, Chicago. They had a special, they do Logan Squares, Detroit style pizza. Okay, yes, I love um, those. And their one, like when they were first opening, was a mushroom-based uh, pizza called Cream of Some Fungi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right, where's that? Right there? Yep. Okay. Nothing special. Blue! Um, blue. Blue. Why don't you stop? Uh, are you, you're blue with an E. 
Blue with an E. Yes. Uh, not blue with the E. Um, there, Carrie Fisher is in this movie as oh, yeah. John Belushi's ex. And it is, I never appreciated how incredibly funny that is because she just has so much, so many insane weapons at her disposal. I was going to say, doesn't she use a bazooka <laughs> yeah. at one point? The yeah. first thing yeah. she does, she's staring at, like, we're like, okay, so this lady's like stalking them and she just pulls out a bazooka and shoots at them. <laughs> they they hear it coming and duck. It explodes like the front door of the place they're going into. And then they just sort of dust themselves off and still walk into the building. <laughs> or that's, that's the whole like, the whole aesthetic for them is like that deadpan, right? Oh, God damn it, Richard. Yeah, I did it with like a, a back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, back yeah. Also, Carrie Fisher works at a hair salon called uh, Curl Up and Die. <laughs> All right, do I, I, get one, I get one last chance? Sure. It sounds like that's not the way we play, but that is that it uh, has not been. But I'll give maybe it that's that. in around the world. You get a challenge <laughs> uh, shot or something. Be. Good game. Good blues. game. The blues. Look at that. We tied. I it. guess that's why they call it the blues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that song makes no fucking sense. He doesn't explain why they call it the blues at all. I I've I have never done it, but I feel like I should. I thought it would be funny to edit uh, St. Louis Blues highlight videos to that song. <laughs> that very boring, not exciting. Yeah. It's a completely. It's such a funny concept. That song. I, and I get, and I've listened to the lyrics. I mean, it's a great song. Yeah. There is no explanation where the term comes from <laughs> at all. Nope. <laughs> time on my hands could be time with you, laughing like children, living like something, rolling like thunder under the covers. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. <laughs> uh, okay. Now just we try to dunk. Yeah. Uh, we do try to dunk. I'm just uh, trying to see if there is anything. There's a part where Belushi's like, you lied to me to Elwood. And he goes, it wasn't lies. It was bullshit. That's a good, that's a good, yeah, that's cute. They go to a diner. I can and... see a bunch of annoying car salesmen <laughs> repeating that line constantly. Yep. <laughs> they uh, go to a diner uh, that Aretha Franklin owns and, uh, uh, Elwood's order is bread toasted with nothing on it. Okay. And Belushi's order is four whole fried chickens <laughs> and a Coke. Uh, yeah, that doesn't translate for me that much. <laughs> oh, the fat guy got a bunch of stuff. And the well, other guy got something like, really plain. He's like, oh, can I get four chickens and a Coke? And she's like, oh, yeah, wings or breasts. He's like, no, I want four <laughs> chickens. <laughs> and then at the end, she's like, Okay, four chickens, bread, anything to drink. And he goes, a Coke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now we, uh, anything else to do? Oh, I have to mention the whole point of the movie is them trying to get to the Cook County Assessor's Office to pay off the tax bill for the orphanage. For the like, orphanage. Yeah. That's why they're on a mission from God. It's a Catholic <laughs> orphanage. My parents met while working at the Cook County Assessor's Office. Really? No kidding. Uh, oh, that's, that's got to be great for dates. You must show this movie <laughs> yeah. all the time. You got to show it to your dates, baby. Uh, they met there. Uh, what were they? They were both working there, did you say? Yes, she was like okay. a receptionist. He was an uh, analyst. Uh, 
and he's still in that business today. Wow. Not at the assessor's office, but around. Um, <laughs> Is he still around? <laughs> uh, but I've been in that building so many times. Where is that? That is across from uh, Richard Daly Plaza, like oh, across yeah. from the that ugly ass sculpture. Yes, that okay. Picasso. God, <laughs> the disgust. Yeah. Disgusting yeah, Picasso. <laughs> uh, they also drive on Lower Wacker Drive, very uh, like they know where they're going, which I think is a very funny thing for their characters. I feel like those guys would know how to get around on Lower Wacker. Yeah, yeah, that 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 tracks. Uh, Lower Wacker is so scary. It's and a so nightmare. cool, and yeah. it's uh, it's yeah. You say and so cool. It is cool. It is fucking cool. It's really cool. You go down there, your GPS stops working. You do not know how to get out. <laughs> you can somehow go lower. It, it it the GPS stops working when you need it the absolute <laughs> most. <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> um. And oh, and then they get to the assessor's office. They pay their bill, um, and the guy they pay their bill to is a cameo from Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. don't remember that. I saw Steven Spielberg live once. Really? I saw. Yep, we were going to SNL, and he. It was when I first moved to New York, uh-huh. and we were just standing waiting in this like pre- like bullpen area, or actually I think it was a gift shop. You had to wait there, and. Um, he just like walked by and I was like, that was like a fir- my first moment of like true starstruck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh my God, like that's, throws. That like, is like a huge, yeah. huge yeah. person to see. All right, fucking right. throw it down. Yeah, so to review the film, uh, and we're going to do it out of five chickens. Okay. <laughs> five whole chickens. <laughs> uh, I thought that I was going to watch this movie and be like, it's not funny because I don't think that that era of SNL is funny, but it's pretty funny. And it's a nice, uh, like I said, time capsule of Chicago at that time. Uh, The songs are fun. Uh, I still don't really get John Belushi. (laughs) Um, uh, I also don't get the hate for Jim Belushi. I'll say it. Yeah, I feel I honestly feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, I also heard an interview with Jim Belushi once where he, they were like, "How do you feel about like being like in your brother's shadow or something?" And he was just like, "I love it. He was my favorite person." Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> actually really kind of sweet. Yeah. It's so that's nice. And that made answer. me be like, "Okay, yeah, Jim Belushi is <laughs> perfect. He's a perfect man." Uh, but yeah, I think this movie's honestly, I. It, I was sort of smiling the whole time, seeing my city, uh, seeing uh, these people who I kind of only think of as old people as pretty young guys. I don't know how old. Yeah. Uh, but well, Belushi was what thirty-three when he died. Something like that. So they must have been in their early thirties. Yeah. If, if, not, if not late twenties. Yeah. Um, it's it just also feels cool. Like you can tell that they are like the cool comedy guys. Yeah. Uh, all that being said, I give it four and a half <laughs> whole chickens. Four whole chickens and a half chicken. Four, four whole chickens and a half chicken. Yeah. Four whole chickens and a coke. Yeah. Yes. You're right. All right. Well, my review is uh, not to be listened to, but I, I have a. I, it's it's been a staple of my culture, which I love and hate. 
And I also haven't seen it since I was a little kid. I also don't get John Belushi. <laughs> I also don't get the hate for Jim Belushi. He's just kind of like a corny guy who cares. Yeah. Um, but I recognize... See, I was going to say I recognize its importance, but no, I don't. It's like, that's, <laughs> it's not important at all. It's important to right. one subset of people, <laughs> which is annoying fucking Chicagoans. <laughs> but I haven't seen it in many years. It's worth the rewatch, I think. Three chickens. Uh, three chickens. Three chickens. Three whole chickens. Is that Charles Manson? That's <laughs> uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> I mean, not much more sense. No. <laughs> uh, thank you for doing the show, bud. Oh, thanks for having me, man. This is a lot of fun. Uh, is there anything you want to promote? Sure. I have a well, an old special that I just uploaded on YouTube. It's called Bobby Conan Greatest Hits. Check it out on YouTube. It's free, unlike this fucking podcast. <laughs> JK, please like and subscribe to, to this. But yeah. also, yeah, check out the special. It's, it's good. Yeah, it is yeah. good. It's very funny. Ambulance joke on that? Ambulance joke is on that, baby. My favorite joke. Uh, so, yeah, that's all. Uh, great. And... I'm, I'm Richie Owens on everything. It feels weird to promote my own Twitter at the end of the show, but whatever. Uh, Patreon.com slash moving screen to pay me money to watch this. Uh, this episode, every other episode, this is the last one I'm recording of the SNL season. Did 10 of them. Wow. Uh, the headliner. You're the headliner, yep. And it's fun and it's good and rate and review and subscribe. Uh, unless you have bad things to say. <laughs> and uh, till the next episode, I'll see you on the court. Oh, yes. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nailed it, dude. <laughs>